0: Everyone's up for ridicule. It doesn't matter who you are. I had no money, no nothing, and I contemplated everything and decided I was going to kill myself and I had a feeling of absolute peace and serenity that just surrounded me. Back in the Hardy Books days, when we were all like improvising the show, it was all off the cuff. What I'm trying to do now, I'm trying to show you what the real world is like.
1: Hello and welcome to the Innate Podcast with myself, Nathan Whelan, and my co-host, Sam McMahon. Here we have conversations with individuals who are excelling in their given field with emphasis on their craft, experiences, and mindset. On
2: this week's episode, we are joined by Matthew Larkin. Matthew was a tattoo artist in the highly regarded Dublin Inc. studio. He specialises in anime and cartoon-style tattoos and has earned global recognition for it. In this conversation, we delve into how he stumbled into the industry he now loves, the hard work and hours spent progressing his art, how his dedication to his craft led to other parts of his life suffering, and the impact his tattoos have on people in their everyday lives. We open this conversation by discussing Matthew's hilarious Facebook skits that he filmed with his brother Richie. Enjoy. I understand you and Richie. Yes. i did a couple of videos and a couple Oh of yeah. Do you want to talk us through
0: that? We were fucking... Well, it just got to a point, like we used to... Like where we live, Coolock, right? It's like... It's like it, it, it's it's a little uh, it's like a little TV show basically, you know. There's the there's the people that you see on Facebook that put up absolute dog shite and sh- fake shit and all that, and you just like these these cons are just talking out our ass and all that. So me and Rich will go on and we'd like we would write these big long essays about what are this board or are this fella, you know, and just, just rip into them. People, we just get loads of traction from them. people, be pissing themselves laughing. So we were like, let's let's rec- let's record ourselves going through. Our fucking timeline on Facebook, our uh, newsfeed or whatever on Facebook, and just pulling out random statuses that people used to put up and just just comment on them, and we did, and we recorded that and posted them. And they were all right, and they were like, "That, ah, let's like, let's like start like pretending like like do like doing a skit, you know what I mean? Like, let's do two lads like out of their heads on E or two lads in the gym and all that stuff. Have you seen them?"
2: Oh man, I've seen them all. Have you? That's when I first hell. know. And that's where I know you from. Do you? Oh um, man, I've I've religiously watched them like f- years ago, again and again and again. Fuck off! The one of you and Richie in the dresses when you pretend to be the birds going out, <laughs> yeah. the wigs and all. Man, do you mind just telling us the background to that one, please? <laughs>
0: just just it fucking came up because me and Richie are fucking just like Richie's. Richie's so good at doing a boards like a boards voice and all. That. Like he's he, and he just he just he just looks perfect as well when he does it. He's yeah, he uh, so good, man. I I fucking I I love love him when he just he, he goes off on a tangent i used to write them i used to sit down and be like right, we're gonna do two two girls and i know it out uh this is how it starts this is in the middle and this is in the end uh you put in your two cents here and there and he was just like yeah no problem so we'd sit there and we go through it, and then on the day back with me man and i used to be in work like we had we walked in a bar and we had like four days off a week because we weren't on full time yet So we were like We're sitting here We already bulled through Breaking Bad You know what I mean We already got started on Game of Thrones And all this stuff So we were like Well I'm fucking not sitting on my ass all day we go to the gym as well When we come home We'd be like This is like Boring as fuck So that's when we, that's when we got into We were like We're not doing that We might as well just cause ruptures online And see if we can just cause a store. And uh, Yeah So we ended up uh, Ended up Fucking Just doing all these skits And uh so when we manned out, left the gaff, we <laughs> we just we set the camera up in the kitchen. That was it, just me and Rich with a camera in the kitchen, and just being like, okay, pause it, start it, pause it, start it. You know what I mean? Like, okay, this can be done differently and all that. And we just like, right, let's go to the, let's go to my room, pull out our fucking wardrobe, put on put on the clothes and all that, and uh, go downstairs and fucking just start talking. Absolute bollocks. But I don't know, they were just they were so like, they were just so ridiculous. That they just had to be funny, you know what I mean? Like they, like there was nothing special about them. There was nothing, whatever. But we just said some really stupid things in them. That just like not not like things that get us in trouble or anything like that. Just real, like the way we acted and all. It was just real silly. Just So silly
1: That's such a nice PG way Of putting it isn't it Yeah silly I Very mean
0: silly. Yeah I don't know It's been so long <laughs> It's been it so long I thought it right on the money though Like it's Yeah like Right on the money Yeah. Life. Well that's it I think we've been Exposed to so much Like we used to go out In Koolock all the time And like It's a pr- it's easy It's just It's just material everywhere You'd sit there And you just Fucking record And just look at boards Act with each other Coolock man It's it's the best place to live man. I Fucking love Fucking like walking so love coolock. It was It was great so you just script this
2: like A, B, C and then Richie would come in with his two cents. How much of it was improv and then how much of it was actually...
0: Most of it was improv. Most, most of it, was. yeah, yeah. I just, I had like a page and it'd be just like, okay, start off, we we do this at the start and then halfway through, this is going to happen and then at the end, oh, I think it should end like this and then we just do it and then we'd like start laughing about something else and we'd be like, what, do you have an idea? He goes, yeah, 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 let, let, let's do this and he'd say it. And It'd just be like off the top of the heads like we we don't know uh, we started putting them in at the at the last the last videos we made, like our little kind of fucking outtakes and all that stuff, you know, just like our fuck ups, you know what I mean, but it wasn't it was just us like or coming up with something or <laughs> trying to not laugh at how stupid the fucking thing was that we were doing, yeah, it was gas.
2: how do you like go through the scene where your brother wearing a dress a wig and a lot of fucking coca mandy on his nose
0: and and keep it together. <laughs> It's fucking not new to me, man. I've yeah. s- I've seen that <laughs> right every, every every every. That's that, that that's every weekend back in the day. That's a right of <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the day's rich. He's in a dress. What's that? What's that on his nose? I don't know what it is. is Bacon is he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, then,
2: given that you're like an artistic and creative person, like what were you like in school? Were you quiet in school? Were you
0: loud? No, nah, I was an arsehole in school. I was, a, and, and that's like I was like at the start. At the start, uh, I was like bullied a lot in school. That's why, like, Pokemon was such a big thing for me
1: because
0: yeah. it was like a like a home and Escape. like th- this is back when I was really young. This wasn't just when I was like in secondary school. Like, fuck this! I'm going on to, to play Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like,
1: Matthew, you're 33. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off,
0: man. <laughs> but yeah, end up uh, just getting shit in school and not really, not really feeling like, you know, like, like, being pushed away from certain groups of people and all that, and I was like, bullied as well, so I got home and just lose myself in, the game, you know, go home, turn it on and, just be this fucking badass Pokemon master, going around, beating the shit out of kids, stealing their Pokemon and fucking, winning badges and, all that stuff, it was the fucking stuff of, legends, so I felt like a fucking legend, so I ended up, like, like, that's what sort of got me through. I didn't want to go home and cry to me out and be like, "Oh, I'm getting shit in school." You know, even though that's that's all right as well. Telling people, talking about it is fucking grand as well. They're talking about it, becoming a Pokemon master. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're not a clear winner there. <laughs> uh, did but number, yeah. in
1: all seriousness, did it really, did it get to you at any stage, or did you just sort of have this thick skin from a young age?
0: eh uh, no How did
1: that make you have a thick skin
0: yeah yeah just it was never anything bad like I, I used to like nearly get into scraps in school it was never anything too mad like I was in every uh, n- n- nearly every fight I've gotten into I've fucking like hoard, like hurt the fella to, to the extent of like going, going to the hospital so like in, when I was bullied in school like in Primary school, like pick some fellow up and literally spun around. Like picked him up by the scruff, spun around and just just released him. And he flew and like smashed his jaw off the ground and broke his jaw. He had to be brought to the hospital and all that stuff and did you name the move?
2: Like rock smash or like whirlwind or anything? Yeah. Name it now, go on. Give it, a name. it was probably a seismic
0: toss or something like he yeah, <laughs> committed. That was perfect. <laughs> that was perfect. Obviously
1: yeah. not that you broke someone's jaw, but you know, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean.
0: That's an He's cool, are we're, 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 we're actually good friends now. Do you still play games? Not that much anymore. Not as much as I'd like to, because, yeah, work is, is, is the thing right now. Growing, but... getting better at learning, all that stuff.
1: So just before we get into the whole the work thing, I was wondering, when did it stop? Like, was it, was it you standing up for yourself and, like... Showing the people that I'm not to be messed with. If you want to mess with me, it, it'll be meet to head on with it. Was that sort of what made us stop as you got
0: older? I don't know. I, I think it was, uh, I started training when I was really young. Like, I've, I've, I was, you know, in karate and stuff and playing football and always active. Uh, but when I started, like, getting in the gym and walking out and all that stuff, gave me a massive boost of confidence where I was just, uh, I don't know, it, it, it does it to everyone, you know. You feel better in your skin and you, you know. You look better, so you kind of just you know act more kind of a yeah. You you just become a little bit more I don't know happy with yourself and stuff like that. So you know as I get into that and not so much my personality change, but like just kind of being more happy with myself and being the person that I wanted to be rather than like. Whatever. I was a fucking loser as a kid. Like, I used to take about an hour to straighten my hair before I went to school. I'd put a hat on then. i fucking put a <laughs> hat, literally i put a hat on and have me fucking little spicer hair sticking out my hat like this. i looked look like Pete Wentz on a bad day. <laughs> I ended up, uh, yeah, just, you know what I mean? Like, just, like, that, that kind of stuff, you know? That
1: was, that was cool back then,
0: though. It was, yeah, but, like, yeah, I just, like, the, me look was, like, me main thing you know even though back then geez the are fucking hacking me lads it was bad it was everyone was in that boat man. i know man but that's what i mean and then i think as soon as i left school and i stopped worrying about what everyone thinks of themselves because it, it's it's a rat racing school isn't it it's like you always like kind of it's all it's it's what the popular kid has it's what he has you know oh his mom got him the new iphone i was in school when the first iphone came out you know what i mean and a fella came in and he was like showing it around and all. i was like I want that you know? <laughs> I went home and was like eh ma! and she was just like you're not getting a fucking iPhone you sap here's the fucking Sony Ericsson baby blue phone do you remember that Yoke it was a Sony Ericsson
1: I don't know it was Sony Ericsson was a solid show back then yeah, Sony, Ericsson Sony Ericsson was deadly yeah. Sony Ericsson was
0: top of the range lads so I fucking used to just go around recording everything
1: hold it up against the, the bus window for a bit of speaker exactly yeah
2: what would you describe yourself as now in what way? Like, if you were, like, a wannabe cool kid, then how would you describe yourself now
0: as a person? I don't know. Just... Uh, accepted who I was back then and sort of pushing it, pushing it out as much as I can and not really caring about what anyone says. Like, like I do fucking Pokemon tattoos, you know? When I started tattooing, I was like, okay, first of all... I'm going to be the best at this. Like, that. that's just my mentality. Like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to be the best. Like, I'll start off small, learn as much as I can, but being the best is is, is where I want to go, you know? Uh, but also, I was like, I want to be the Pokemon tattoo. I want to be someone that can fuck it. Like, if someone says, like, Pokemon tattoos, like, ma, straight away. It's just And that was kind of like a like, fun little silly thing at the start, but then it started getting really, like a lot of people started just kind of coming to me, like, oh, you're a Pokemon artist. I'm like,
1: fucking hell, man. No yes! way. No way. It.
0: <laughs> this is fucking deadly. So, yeah, started doing that, and then, yeah. So, I think, like, back in the day where it was, like, in school, pretending to be... Not, not pretending to be someone else, but hiding the fact of, you know, I was mad into these things, and then... Well, it, I think coming up to 5th and 6th year, like I kind of just didn't give a fuck then. Like I was like, yep, mad about Pokemon, mad about Michael Bublé, you can fuck off. <laughs>
1: fucking love
0: Michael Bublé. You know what I mean? Hey, Pokemon, Michael i I've got a fucking, They go hand in hand. I've got a tattoo on Michael you, Bublé. On my
1: you do oh my fucking God. Is that him with a
0: Bill? amazing. <laughs> oh, fuck you, you wanker. It's a Christmas hat.
1: Christmas <laughs> <off. laughs> <laughs> it What a weird thing to defend. I, look, building. Yeah, the <laughs> I saw just the white bit and I was like, that just looks like a builder's hat. And then you lift it up for it and it's a big fucking red schlong on the top. I love that.
0: <laughs> that's me boy. That's me man. fucking, that's me fucking man, man, lads.
1: Man, we're we'll taking a picture of that after that. Yeah. After this, I'll we'll take a picture. Yeah, no right. problem.
0: You can put sure me anywhere.
1: The, I'm sure that's not the first time you have heard that.
0: No.
2: What was the first tattoo you got, and what age were
0: you? First tattoo was... Uh, um, so I was f- just gone 15, I think, and I was in Spain. My ma and my brother and a whole friend and stuff. But I was like, everyone's getting tattooed in, in school, you know? I was like, oh, I want to tattoo so bad. And my man and are fucking the salt of the earth. The best fucking people, like... Like, if I say anything, you know, like, you know, if I say, like, oh, I'm looking to get a tattoo. They won't just be like, nope, not a hope. They'd be like, well, okay, let's talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, that. no way people that would, like, like let us, like, like didn't let us do at as kids. You know what I mean? So, oh yeah, I was like, oh, I'd love to get a tattoo too. Like, right, let's go to a studio, see if you like And there. <laughs> Grant went there, had a look through the books, didn't see it. And at the very end, it was like a skeleton's arm. Like, it was, like, protruding out of your skin kind of look, uh, holding a flag. So, it was an it was the American flag, and I was like, I asked the girl, and she spoke fuck all English. I was like, can I can I get this? And she was like, uh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, but instead of the the American flag, can I get a can I get a like the Irish flag? You know, I was like, mad Republican. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like yeah, and if something something meaningful first, so, and then it starts getting weird. So, so I was like, right. So the flag is like it's it's like this, and I drew it. I was like, this is green, like that. This is white like that, and this is orange like that. And she was like, oh, see, see. I was like, "Grant." She goes and draws it up, puts it on my leg. It was on the side of my leg. And it was about two and a half hours of just torture. It was the worst fucking pain. Now this is, that's the fucking easiest place to get a tattoo. For me, it's the easiest. Your lower outside of your leg. Um. So got that done. But two was later, like, I stood up sweating. I took the bed up with me. I was fucking sweating. I was like, oh, thank God that's over. <laughs> Went in, looked in the mirror. And I was like, that's green, white and red. You put the fucking Italian flag on me. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, well, I go, the fucking Italian flag's on me. Like, comprende, what the fuck? <laughs> and she was like, she was like, oh. And the manager came over. The manager spoke a little bit of English. Where were you? Spain, just you were in like Spain? yeah, oh. just like a like yeah 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 Spain. So like that's what I mean. Like they didn't. I was fifteen. They didn't say a word to me. No idea, nothing like that, you know. So I was like, what the fuck? And she was like, oh no no. So um um, this is like really red from the blood. Uh, it'll cool down, orange in a few weeks. I was like, oh, of course it will. Like who am I to As fucking in, talk? Get- you know, she knows her stuff. Fucking four weeks later it was solid red <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was, like, gonna, uh, I was
1: saying get out that fucking so door so we yeah. never
0: have to see you again. I was like me going to school with this on my leg. It is a fucking one way ticket to just getting ripped out oh, like, non stop. I was like, no fucking way. So I was went around loads of places and then I went to a studio. Uh it's closed now in Temple Bar. Uh I don't really want to say the name. <laughs> don't have to fucking it is what it is. The, um, that's not a fucking Love Island thing either, lads I don't watch Love Island no, Someone really said that to me Someone goes, oh, you must watch Love Island I was like, oh, I've been saying that for fucking years so, so yeah, It is what it is, it's out of Love Island I go, fuck you and fuck Love Island Mate, you had an Italian tattoo on you, that's not the worst thing you've done But well, listen, that's that's fucking long ago <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it's, it's covered up, has it? Yeah, covered up with a dragon uh, It's not there anymore, I got the dragon removed And then it's like, I just went to Dublin Inc actually That looks fucking sick z- Yeah, it's just a Solar system, jobber.
2: So it's covered up, but it's still under there, right?
0: Still there, um, mentally, mentally, physically, and emotionally, <laughs> still there in spirit. Man, if it makes you feel any better, I
1: know exactly what you're talking about with getting a shit tattoo.
0: So let's hear about your fucking story.
1: You can probably still see it on. You probably screen. still can't see it. It's covered up as well. Oh no, no, I got a lasered off. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I was f- sixteen. Went in with all these lads to a place in Finsbury, which you should never go for a tattoo, by the way. Um walked in, 15, my mum said, Yeah, yeah, you can get that one if you want. And I was like, Grand, yeah, she left, went through two hours of torture, sweat my arse off. It is the four. On like it was only it was only like three little stars there. Don't judge I, me yet. No, judge, no no no, don't judge me I yet. Yeah. But um I left and I thought it was the dog's bollocks. Walked home and my mum was like, What the fuck is that on your neck? And I was like, What? And she was like, I thought they were going to be fucking tiny. These things like, one, two, uh, three. two, I see. A little bit
0: of debris there, yeah. Do you know what I mean? A bit of debris? yeah. yeah. That, that, That's what
1: it's called, was, yeah, actually. I don't know. Just oh, oh. <laughs> I thought that was a cool tattoo
0: term. <laughs> yes. I was like, fucking hell, the <laughs> debris. You don't want debris. I
1: don't think you want the debris. Obviously thing, yeah. not, but, no. but you, you, you've you had something lasered off.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've had a few things. How
1: excruciatingly painful is it?
0: Uh, on the neck, I'd say it's bad. Yeah, it's The leg was fine. Um, I'm getting a big trouble on my back removed at the moment. Well, it's all... it's, it's, It's... It's light enough to be covered. I'm getting a whole back and Harris piece by do it over in Sweden. I'm actually with him next next Wednesday to go over and get more done. What is it's it you getting on your back? It's a big uh I told I said to him he's he's a he's he's a very, very uh famous artist in the industry. One he of the was best your idols, is he? Yeah, yeah. I've like he's top three for me and getting a spot with him and getting him to do a cover up was like mission impossible. Like it seemed like it was Mission Impossible, but I kind of just like talked very nice to him. I was like, asked him politely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he done it, and we just got all the line work down on it. Uh, I said he could do whatever he wants if he's doing my back. He can do whatever he wants. Oh and he did a, a cock. So you gave me your back. Uh, well, I tell you what, yeah, uh, probably he's probably hidden a couple of cocks in there. <laughs> Have you ever
2: done that in uh, Swedish? Yeah,
0: uh, uh, I know a lad that does do it. Oh, who's a, did, a, oh. very, a very, very, uh, very famous artist here. He's a legend, but like he does them to his like close friends. He like hide a little dick in the tattoo. <laughs> but uh it'll just fit in with the tattoo. Like it looks great. There's a little flute in there somewhere. <laughs> a little flute in there somewhere. That's pure evil genius. I
1: mean. Yeah. You have to, man. You can't do that professional and not do that, draw a couple of dicks.
0: Nah. Like, I'm not the best dick drawer. Really? You know, I can, nah. I'm, i mean an like, anime one. <laughs> well, do you know what? Actually, I am planning on doing a Pokemon dick uh, like an... an, an, an Evolution in Pokemon and all three of the Pokemon will be a dick. Like, they will all nice. they will all form a dick.
2: Like a Pikachu.
0: Like a like a big fat Pikachu. Well, nice. I'll tell you what. Like, that's that's probably fucking you've probably got that idea for ages now, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think of Pikachu all the time. Like, <laughs> how way would too dick quick. look? I was what? Way too how would
2: dicks look at their own Pokemon? I'm sure you've searched. Leave out. my search. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever watch anime porn?
0: Never, do you know a lot of people ask me that as well? I've fucking watched loads of anime, um, I've never gone into the, the, I think the, it's weird. the hentai, I think it's weird, so what it's called, called hentai? yeah. And hentai means pervert, no, fucking way. yeah, yeah. So that's like, uh, so if I can't
2: spell it, I just have in pervert
0: porn, and the same thing comes up. Well, good luck with that, good luck with that. That's gonna be that's gonna be mad. That's the dark web, shit. uh, no, never. Um, I do look up pictures for references. There's really nice ones like um, uh, just the, you know, just picture references, the way the characters are drawn and stuff like that, emotions and all that stuff, just to use in pieces like mine. Above the belt, <laughs> above the belt with the with the with the references, nothing below the belt. Then it gets a little <laughs> gets a little mad.
2: So, like, how much of your stuff is like Adaptions of things, and then how much of the
0: original pieces would you say? <sighs> So, I don't know. Like a couple of things. It's all, it's all original. All original. It's like, I'll I'll, I'll get, like if someone asks for like a mashup or something, like let's say, let's say some, the the girl that came in and got the, the Harry Potter and the Pikachu mashup. There's two things that are already there. You know what I mean? They, they are, they are what they are. So I looked up pictures of fucking Pikachu, pictures of Harry Potter. I was like, right, which position am I going to do this in? How am I going to do it? What will I put in this? How will I make it a tattoo? You know what I mean? And, then you'd sit there for like four hours, like always are boning, they're ready to pop out of your fucking head. And then something just clicks. And it's always at about four o'clock in the morning as well. You're like, fuck man, I've got another hour of drawn. <laughs> uh, so
2: That's the golden hour for you, is, like fucking four in the
0: morning. Yeah, well I've gone better. At the start it was the start it was like burning the candle at fucking every end. Just like nonstop work. But yeah, you know, I I take references, I'd see them, okay, I like the position of that draw that and then you just yeah you put you put it together and uh come up with something original in that aspect you know the two things are already there for you to walk off you just have to create something out of these two you know characters or whatever how
2: do you know when a piece
0: is done you don't man you don't like sometimes sometimes i'll barely even get the drawing done and then i'll come in and maybe i'll just get a really basic outline of of what it looks like put on the skin and then just kind of can make things up as I go on. I never colour them either. People say like, "Oh, so what's the colour going to be like in this?" I'm like, "Your guess is as good as mine, mate." And I swear it's to God, not like,
1: exactly what you want to hear. From <laughs> well,
0: that's <laughs> what everyone says, actually. But that's how they torn out. That's how the tattoos torn out. Because then you kind of see, like, right, this colour goes here, that goes there, and then you kind of, like, like I know, I, I know a little bit about colour now, like you know, as, as as much as the next person. So when I'm doing it, I'm like, ah, oh, this colour would be nice, and this will be cool here, and then it just ends up turning, turning into a fucking tattoo.
2: Is, is colour and, like, turning away shading and, like, black and shading and colour, is that is, is there defi- different techniques to go about that?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, with, like, black and grey, it's... You just use black. So, it's... Some people argue it's, it's harder because you only work with one colour. So you only have... The contrast with black and grey is the most important thing. I think you have to you have to show a nice co- contrast with black and grey. You've only got one color, uh, but what color you can say? Oh, I don't like in, in, in a black and grey piece. Oh, I don't know what color this. I don't know what shade this should be or if it should be negative or if it should be black. colour, you'd be like yeah, yellow. You know what I mean? Like it's like you can walk with loads of colors in a piece and make it nice, uh, but with black and grey, it's. Uh, you know, it's a lot more, it depends on what type of black and gray, but it's more softer to the skin, you know. Like, line work goes in, maybe some solid black, and then just really light shading. With colour, you're adding colour, then it's the same process with me. Like, I do line work, black, shading, and then pack colour in over it, you know. So I'll shade, I don't know what you're saying, like, some of my stories, I'll post, like, a, will put up, like, a progress thing, you know. Okay, there's the line work, there's the black, and shading and then there's the colour, so basically you just pack colour over the shade as well, so it's an extra it's an extra bit of work in it, uh, and with colour you have to be more consistent in the skin, so the needle has to go in, and you have to keep it in the same depth, and, you know, go at, a, go at the same pace, like, you know, if you're doing circles, or if you're doing, I don't know, V's or whatever, like, these are all just, like, fucking tattoo uh, terms, you know,
2: we have a couple of them terms. Do you mind just explaining a couple of them that we have here if we just rallied them off to you?
0: Yeah. So, no, I hope I know these. <laughs> uh, needle density. I
1: think you just touched on that a bit there, did you? Bit, needle yeah,
0: density. Well so, in the skin, like... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, like, just of how, how deep the, the needle goes into the skin.
1: So there's different layers for different types of oh, things,
0: So, like, that's that that's a thing that a lot of people ask me as well. Like, oh, which layer does the ink go into the skin? Oh, I have no idea. I have literally no idea, lads. It's just... Like I can like you it's it's like I I've learned with uh coil machines at the start and I've learned how to like break them down. Uh they're they're old school machines. Everyone's using these quiet uh rotary pens and machines and they're all these new uh advanced fucking uh tattoo machines, you know? So no one knows how to fucking Use a coil machine anymore You know And I was taught how to, how to use them at the start
2: Is it a different craft Or a mastery Like are they making it easier To tattoo people now with Oh machines? yeah yeah
0: Big time Yeah yeah. The, uh, yeah the machines these days Are just way more consistent So the coils have a little bit more Of a slack on them sometimes You know like it's It's not so uh, It's not as consistent As a rotary machine A rotary machine will always Will always hit the same Will hit the same speed And all that stuff And you can Change the speed and stuff But uh yeah, I think like when you learn at the start, you learn how the coin machine sounds. And this is what I was getting at. You know, people say like, Oh, how do you tune a coin machine? How do you know what the right tune is for a coin machine? It's like you you listen to it and you hear the consistency going brr it's consistent. Where you go brrrr, brrrr brrr, That means you tune it a little bit more this way or that way and you listen out for it. Now it yeah, it might be something like a guitar, I don't know. But uh so that's what people are like, oh, I have no idea how to tune it, this or that. But that, that's with the skin. You put it in, you feel it, you feel a certain depth. You feel the skin bouncing too much, then it's like, okay, you're you're ripping that skin up. If you go too, too less, it's not, the ink isn't getting in there. So when once it heals, it will just fade. So it has to go in a certain depth, has to be in there. You have to be consistent. You have to be a certain speed of putting the ink in the skin and that's it. I always try and do one pass as well. You see a lot of people, they'll do that, wipe away, they'll go in again, and they'll they'll do it four or five times just to get a solid, a solid a uh, solid bit of ink in the skin. With me, it's like you know, lots of people that I've learned off. They put the ink, they put the needle in the skin at it like at a certain depth, put it in, go around, wipe away the ink, and that's it. That's in there. You don't need to go over it again. Mm. Because then it's it's less damage to the skin, so it'll heal better. Mm. The ink will stay more solid in the skin. Uh,
2: so so when you see, like a tattoo over time, and like some of it is faded and some of it isn't. Does that mean that they went like deeper or more
0: consistent on one part of so the So that's up for argument as well. Some people's immune systems will just fucking rally a tattoo. Like it will just get trajectory. rid of a tattoo. Right. Yeah, everyone everyone won't. Uh, everyone doesn't suit a tattoo, you know. A tattoo is a fucking alien substance in the body that the body just wants to get rid of straight away once it's there your body is always getting rid of a tattoo it's it's a like I said it's a it's a foreign substance that just the body's just like this isn't supposed to be here let's get rid of it that's where they fade over time now it depends on how well it's put into the skin obviously uh, the person. You know, if their immune system is like just normal, you know, some people's, you know, if some people's immune systems are real low, so maybe the ink just won't stay in the skin, it will just fucking fade out or whatever. And then some people's, some people's bodies just fucking burn it away or like, you know, like it, it fades faster just because the type of skin that it is or the person you know, a lot of people come in and say, oh, my tattoo's faded already after the year. It's like, it, that that could be, like, a load of different reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no actual, you know, thing to say, like, okay, this is why your tattoo's fading, you know. You can probably find out why a little easier with, like, certain things, like, if the artist didn't put it in right. I don't know. Didn't check his needles, you know. Uh, all these things. There's loads of different things that I just keep going on about, and about, like... How a tattoo should be done, how it should stay in the skin, but yeah, I'd just be going over and over again. So I don't want to take up the whole night saying the same bollocks again, <laughs> all over is again.
2: Is it hard to tattoo people with different skin tones? Yeah, harder to white. Yeah, yeah,
0: man. Jesus Christ, like you know, say an Irish fella whose skin is just normal, soft, fucking white skin. It's grand, it's great. And then you get some Brazilian fella who has probably been out fucking playing football all of his life. Out In the sun, his arms are like blading alligator arms, arms or something <laughs> like that. I swear to god, lads, it's mental. Like, you put the like you, you fucking dig that needle into the skin, and you try and do a line, and you wipe it away, and there's nothing there. You're like, <laughs> What the fuck is going on here?
1: This has iron, <laughs> man.
0: Mad, yeah. it's had me a couple of times. I remember just jumping up, being like, Man, you're what the fuck is wrong with your skin? It's like not taking the ink, it's like, What do you mean? I'm like, This is gonna be a long night, and you just have to keep going over and over and yeah, yeah, like, it does take, but it, you have to take go over it, it twice or three times. Rough, you know what I mean? Like, you don't know. If, this is going to fucking break his skin or rip him open or something like that. It was way rougher than you would do without an Irish fella, or, you know. See, there's so much that can go
1: wrong when you're tattooing someone from it torning out shit or them flinching or you just messing up a design. Or There's so many things that can go wrong. Yeah, Did you feel pressure when you first started tattooing?
0: <sighs> fucking hell, man. Jesus Christ. Because they're, they're putting their body in your hands I know, man, and that's it. Like, you know, at the start, I was like... I thought my mom was my first tattoo. She was like, I want to be your first tattoo. I'm like, listen, I could fuck this up now. She was like, I don't care as long as it's your first one. I'm like, you're a legend. <laughs> I
1: you're want this fucking legend piece. Get in here. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> you're a fucking legend. Up her arm. <laughs> she came in, I did a little bit of script on her back. It uh, took me, <laughs> took me fucking ages. took me so long. I used the wrong needles. I fucking did it the wrong way. It looked good when it was all done, but when it healed, it healed like shit. Like, when you put a needle into the skin too far too deep should i say uh the line stops being uh like it 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 blows out is what it's called so basically your line stops being nice and crisp and straight and the ink just kind of blows out in the line so that's why you see people's tattoos if they have like a black area with like a little bit of blue around it or whatever it's like it just means the needle might have gone a little bit deep there or there's too much ink going into that one area in the skin so that just the skin can't hold it So it just goes pfft. But do you like Dilute it down or something like? With no you skin? just Like once So like the only time That would happen is If someone dips the needle Into the cup and, and and the needle Sucks up loads of ink And then you put the needle In too deep at the start Or normal Just loads of ink Just gets pushed into the skin All that ink gets pushed Into the skin straight away So you have to know Okay You know <laughs> There's so many little things You have to know
1: And you can only learn that The hard way
0: Yeah Yeah That's it lads You know I tattooed loads of my friends From school at the start And I fucked up a few of them uh, they don't know about that <laughs> 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 what <is my> name? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah so I ended up uh, Ended up uh, Like making But you have to You have to make those mistakes And a lot of people are like oh, I'm so afraid I'll never get the hang of this And all that stuff And I'm like You keep fucking up Keep fucking up Because that's how you'll only learn That's how I only learned. Like I just kept Making little mistakes Being like Getting pissed off at myself And just going home Be like This isn't for me Like I'm ready to quit Like this is the hardest thing Sorry, I've ever done in my life. Oh uh, yeah, it's literally it was like learning how to draw all over again. Uh, you know, new like a different canvas, different tools. You know, if I if I fucking if I primed ten canvases at home, uh, and I or I get, or or I just got ten big pieces of paper and I was gonna draw uh, fucking portraits on them or something like that. Same piece of paper ten times in a row. Nothing's changed. Same pencil. You know, each time we have we use a new we use a new needle. We use new fucking uh, grips and tips and all that stuff. And uh, then the person comes in. Their skin is always different. You know what I mean? In the area of the body, some areas are really hard to tattoo, and some areas are really easy. Um, when you're doing so,
2: ten portraits, do you draw the same picture in each portrait?
0: No, I'm, tr- I'm just trying to make a, a point where like. If you if you draw the same thing ten times, it will turn out the same ten times. If you're drawing, if you're but drawing, you're tattooing about. but you're tattooing, it, there's so many different things in a tattoo where like the new needles, new skin, uh, new area of the body, maybe you know, it's always going to turn out different. You know what I mean? You're never gonna you're never gonna fucking hit the nail on the head every single time with a tattoo. You know, and that's just that's what you have to learn straight away because everyone's like, oh, I ha- you need to be perfect every time. It turns out okay, but. The way you want it to turn out and the way it should look and all that stuff, like, determines what the, you know, where it is in the body, what the person's skin is like. If they're going to be already taking the pain, if they're going to get through the whole thing and, you know, all that stuff. So every single day is new, you know. If I was an artist, seven days a week, just painting something, it's always the same. If I'm a tattoo artist and I'm tattooing seven people each day, or, you know, one person every. One person every day. It's always different, you know.
1: Is that what drew you to it?
0: No. (laughs) That's just a pain in the ass, Man, I fucking, I started, uh, I actually never wanted to be a tattoo artist. Never was a a thing that I was growing up thinking of. I was training with the AFS, so it's the Auxiliary Fire Service. I wanted to be a fireman. I was doing that for four years, and then I ended up just kind of dropping out because firemen are fucking assholes. (laughs) Most of them, most of them, it's a, it's a, it was a, the place I was training, there was, was some legends, but there were some dickheads that were just fucking alpha male, like this, you know, like, like the class that I was in, I was, there was about 25 of us and I was the only fella left in the class, because they drove away, uh, it was like army training or something like that, I was like, what are you doing, lad, stop bullying people, let's fucking do this training and right and do it, like, You know, train us, stop fucking bullying us and all that stuff So, But I I stuck it out Like I said, I've got that stubborn fucking taste I was like, nah, fuck this, I'm going to do this Uh, But yeah So what made you want to do tattooing? So, basically stopped I fell out of love with the fire brigade and I started walking in a bar Uh, Loved that But I got a I was over in in Comic Con uh, With a friend in uh, London Not the San Diego one. Uh, But we we used to go over every year and just, you know, dress up and fucking go watch lads have sword fights in fucking the field and all that stuff. It was like fucking, (laughs) it was epic. Like, full-on sword fights. Like, they were really into it. We just sat there with cans laughing at them. (laughs) It was great. (laughs) It was great.
2: You Richie back in the dresses this time? No, no, it
0: was me and one of the boys I was bleeding Ash. Ash, and he was like fucking, I forget what he was. Tigglypuff. Something like, yeah, (laughs) Tigglypuff. Going around. Yeah. And I got a call off a lad in, that worked in Dublin, who became, we, me and him became great friends, and he was like, Matt, listen, I'm I'm leaving Dublin soon, uh, my job's going to be up for, uh, up for grabs, he was on the desk, so he was just someone that sits there, and when people come in, they, they chat about tattoos and all that stuff, so he was like, person that books people in and all that stuff, and looks after the artists and stuff, he was like, would you like to apply for it, I was like, man you barely know me like what the fuck he was like nah I think you would just be someone that'd be like good in a tattoo studio like good boys and all that stuff I was like fucking hell like it was I was sitting there like pissed on my head and it failed and at Comic Con I was like yeah, just let me fucking uh, try and process this and maybe I'll chat to you in the morning if I'm like when I'm sober or whatever he was like yeah no problem so went for it got the job started working there and as soon as I started as soon as as soon as you start walking in a shop like Dublin Inc., right? So there was at the time, right? The, the artists that were in the shop, right? The team was stellar. The team was arguably the best, best group of artists uh, in Europe at the time. And I don't mind saying that because they're fucking, huh, we, had, we, had, um, we had a fucking unbelievable team. So, with that, everyone was so passionate about tattoos and art. So when I got in there, as soon as you walk in the door, they're talking about tattoos. They're talking about art. They're, they're comparing each other's work. Like, you know, they're 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 trying to make their work better and all that stuff by like, you know, going for help and all that stuff. And everyone's very helpful and everyone's like, you know, okay, so this is wrong and this and they're very open about it. They don't, no, no one's shy about going up to you and saying Isn't like... It's an ego trip. No, even though there was massive artists in that shop that you would think there would be an ego. It was all just like love and helping and then we'd get in guests from all over the world that would uh, come in and uh, you'd you'd get a different flair off them as well you know so it was like it was constant learning just this new world for me and I fell in love with it I was just like this is amazing like I can't believe uh, you know how passionate this industry is unbelievably like so with that each day went on I just fell in love more and more with tattoos and you know the process doing them the biggest thing for me, right, was when, I was when I was on the desk, people would come in that were booked in that day, and they'd be like, oh, how are you doing, my name's so-and-so, I'm here with so-and-so. and they'd be really standoffish or shy or whatever like that, you know, and I'd be like, yeah, no problem, there's the form, fill that out. And uh, they'd go and get the tattoo done, and if it was big or if it was small, it'd be always the same thing they come up to the desk and they would be a different person. They'd Come up to the desk and look, look at that. I'm like, "Oh man, that's fucking deadly." No way. It's like, "Yeah, Jesus. And it's like the lad, it's like the artists have they given these giving that that person like a coat of armor or something like that, like a like confidence. You know what I mean? Like someone that's like always been locked up and I'm having getting this tattoo now, I feel fucking great. It's it's given me something. So we're seeing the lads were like changing people's lives every day, no matter how big or small. Just doing a tattoo on them, giving them something, giving them like a, giving them like a fucking a boost of confidence, giving them like a, I don't know, a personality, you know what I mean, they came up completely different, they were like, oh happy and full of life and stuff and I was like, changing someone's life every day from just doing a tattoo sounds so ridiculous, but it was happening, I was like, I want to do that, that's so cool, being able to fucking change someone's life by tattooing them, unbelievable. So when I started doing and I started doing the Pokemon ones, like people come in and get their favorite ones off me, and when I do it, like I've had a few people that like, like just start breaking down, crying in front of me, like saying that like, you know, going through really hard times, and like I'm sure you know yourself, like the like let's 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 say, you know, like myself, quite, like quite nerdy people or whatever like that, they they go through hard times and they have you know I've covered up scars for people, people self harm and stuff like that and. They, uh, you know, they've got, they've, they've, they've fucking got, they've, 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 they've had a bad bring up or something like that, you know, and then they come in and they get this tattoo and just out of nowhere it changes their life in a way, you know, and it's like it's for me, I was like, it's only a tattoo for fuck's sake, but as you go, as you do it more, you're like, ah, no, it actually means something way more than I can even sort of comprehend. So that's why I started. Uh, that was one of the main reasons why I wanted to do it. Changing people's lives, you know, just by doing a tattoo, you know. It was cool. Still doing it to this day. You get used to it. It's like, ah, oh, no problem, here's the tissues, I've got them right here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking on speaking on that topic of, like, hard times and upbringings and that, we were going through your Instagram we've seen you're very transparent about your own times and your own past and your own troubles and anxieties and thought processes yeah uh, well we were looking at a post there about like again you, you've touched on a couple of times how hard you work like you burn at both ends and sometimes that obviously has an impact on you as a person do you want to touch on maybe what happened last year or how that was for you because in the past we've had like high performing athletes we've had award-winning actors we've had psychologists on it any given point when they're at the top of their game at the top of the field they've just had this massive crash and low and they can't really understand it
0: Yeah I think it's just being in the spotlight kind of like that and always wanting to showcase new stuff or just trying like keep the keep the pot sweet for people and when it when it goes dead and you feel like you're not getting the same attention or whatever now this is just could be could be a few other things but that's what I mean a lot of people they hit these horrible uh moments in their lives where they're just like, oh, I'm not good, I'm no good. And it's, it's, it's always the really fucking talented people that go through these times in their lives and all that stuff. I don't, like, a lot of people go through really horrible things. Uh, I've never, I, I've never had, had to go through anything, you know, I've, I've never had, like, uh, those kind of thoughts in my head where, you know, I thought about ending it all or something like that, or, you know, and God bless those people that actually... You know, come out of it alive or whatever. But uh, yeah, last year was a uh, last year was rough. Oh uh, yeah, was it? I had a few. I had a few friends that like sort of committed suicide and stuff like that, and didn't get a chance to spend enough time with them. Um, you know, lost moments with lots of friends. Uh, lost touch with friends and stuff because I was so driven to be the best, you know, and that's 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 what it takes I think sometimes. I lost a, I lost a girl that like I was, you know, planning on being with for the rest of my life and that just came as sort of a shock and, you know, I didn't know which way to take it, you know, but it, it just came out of nowhere, so hit me hit me fucking real hard. Um went on antidepressants as well to try and stop these panic attacks and walk as just tattooing. Imagine that having a panic attack while you're tattooing someone, it's 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 a fucking scary lads. Er uh, Yeah. You know, it's a cliche thing, but time sorta of heals everything and you know I kinda of sat down then and uh threw away the antidepressants and I said, right, write down your pros and write down your cons of why this should be better, why uh, what's after happening has happened for you, you know I used to just say to myself like why, 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 like why does this happen to me like I was as good as gold you know, did nothing wrong I always tried I always tried my best but you know, sitting down and kind of looking at things where I was like I was absent for most of it because I wanted to just be, the, be good at like I wanted to learn tattooing and Missed out on moments and stuff. Uh, But yeah, the pros, like, massively outweighed the cons. And I was like, okay, so go off this then. You've got another crack at life, you know what I mean? And this was just me trying to just pep myself up. You've got another crack at life. You're on your own now. Don't fall behind. Start fucking that making waves in this industry now like that's all you can do now what else can you do can't really go lower I was forgetting about work I was going out and I was fucking taking stupid amounts of drugs every night try, just to try and get by you know uh forgetting about work having fights with people in work nearly got fired mad stuff but the lads the, the lads in Dublin fucking dug me out of a massive hole and, Sort of just, yeah, I just stood back and I kind of said like, "What the fuck am I doing? Playing this stupid game that everyone fucking goes through." It's like, you kind of need something like that in your life to fucking kick yourself into into gear. You know what I mean? And that's what that's what did it for me. That's what that's what made me go right. Fuck this. This is th- th- like the reason for this happening is just to give me like more of a fucking opportunity to become the fucking best you know as I as I, as I always talk about uh, that's what I did I started learning stopped going out so much stopped fucking taking <laughs> copious amounts of fucking drink and drugs and all that stuff and yeah started like getting back on track and walking booking places uh, booking uh, to go all over the world to walk and stuff and when in the when in the space of the year that all happened, but that happened in October, in the space of, I was not no, sorry, it was like September or something like that. In the space of a year from that happening, like, I must have, like, lived 10 lifetimes in one year. And that, that involves, like, everything, you know, massive things happened for me in the industry. God, I got a sponsorship with the one of the biggest fucking brands in in the industry. Um, I got offered to co own a fucking shop with a like a really famous shop over in fucking like overseas. Mad things, you know what I mean? Like, and I think just as a person, I'm acting differently towards people, you know. And you know, I'm way I'm 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 way happy happier with myself. It's mad, like you know. Still, still get upset, you know, just how it happened and how it played out. But uh, yeah, you know, if you ask me, what would I, uh, what would I prefer? You know, this is this is as good as it gets, and it's just it's just getting better. I haven't stopped. <laughs> I don't. I don't stop. It's <laughs> it's mad. Let's go. Cool. I mean, it has gone a bit right. <laughs> do
1: you find that <clears throat> discovering your passion in tattooing essentially saved your life? Because you could have easily, so easily, gone down
0: the complete wrong path as you were struggling. I don't know. I think just being more passionate about it has kept me on the straight and narrow. Like I've always been like, yeah, you know, I'll do this and I'll do that and I'll get along. But being like, okay. You know, again, saying, like, I want to become someone in the industry, and I want to just be, you know, someone that just, tattoos, I want to be someone that, like, oh, you know, Irish tattoos, name them, I come up, you know, or whatever, like, you know, that's giving myself these, these, uh, marks where I'm like, right, in five years, this'll happen, seven years, this'll happen, ten years, this'll happen, uh... But, yeah, I think, like, it, it it keeps me busy, occupied, you know? Everyone I talk to, I say, like, oh, they ask me about my job, and they're like, oh, man, it, I'd say it's great to fucking love your job. I oh, you hate my job. I'm like, what are you doing, then? Stop, get out of your job, then, you know? And that's another cliche, cliche thing to say. People are always like, oh, yeah, but, like, you know, it pays the bills. I'm like, yeah, so does every fucking job, man. Just stop being a fucking idiot and do what you want to do. You know, the girl I was with... She left me to go pursue whore career, you know, and that's another thing where it's like, I hope it was worth it. I hope she's fucking living her dream now and fucking becoming someone in the horror industry, you know? That's what I mean. People are just fucking caught up in these you know, they listen to a podcast they listen to a Joe Rogan podcast and they're like, Oh yeah, he's told me to fucking live my dream now and then I'll fucking go off and I'll do it and they like, don't do it. It's a lot of bollocks and it's just like Start using these fucking things as reference and you know, you don't, you don't want to be, you don't want to be 60 with a pension, right, this is what everyone's fucking going towards, you don't want to be 60 with a pension, I mean, like, oh, I'm gonna go travel the world now, oh, I'm gonna fucking go see, I'm gonna climb up this mountain now, I'm gonna go skydiving, and you bollocks, you're 60 years of age, you've got loads of money, you're 60 years of age, like, do it now, get it out of your system now, so you can be fucking old and happy, you know what I mean, instead of old and trying to become, yeah, unfulfilled, Trying to be happy. Do it all now and stop acting like a fucking sap. <laughs> <laughs> so articulate yeah. and then just a full stop. Uh, can't help but Am I
2: wrong in saying that you're only tattooing like three years?
0: Just coming up to three years now. So... That's fucking ridiculous. That's the... Uh, so there's there's a few things I have to fucking sort of thank for that. Dublin Inc. right is is the fucking greatest greatest shop I've ever I've ever been in. The, the vibe is incredible. The people are stupidly helpful and stupidly talented. They know everything. When I was there, again, like I said, the, the artists that were there, the stellar team we had, when I started apprenticing, there were like six stellar artists that did different styles. So when I knew, so when I was doing a thing, I could just go to him and ask him about this designer. I could go to whore and ask whore about this placement or whatever. And uh, the lads in Woke, if if you don't, if you're not around good artists, you, you know, for me, that helped me progress a little faster. Being, you know, giving up a life, I I gave up a life to uh, learn this trade and become as good as I can, you know, like spent hours just sitting looking at artists tattoo and then. Uh I' fly over to fucking artists that I know, and I sit and watch them for a week uh you know I was, I'm, and I'm fucking lucky that I actually have the privilege of doing that no like not like when they when they say to me, Oh man, I wish I had the same privilege you know I wish I had good artists in the shop to bounce off this and learn from that and all that stuff like I'm telling you lads right now I'm the luckiest fella the luckiest artist because of the stuff that's been given to me um so there's that being stubborn and just having a so I, I I don't mean this in a bad way, but like giving yourself an ego where you want to be the, you know, saying like well, I, I will be the best and believing in yourself, you know. I think you should you should have somewhat of a an ego to drive yourself to become, you know, the best. I think all the all the greatest people in the world, the greatest artists in the world, you know, it's, it's healthy to have somewhat of an ego just to give yourself that bit of a, you know.
1: Target to walk in.
0: Yeah, Yeah, you know what I mean? Because you have to be hard, like, to be hard walking, you have to have an ego as well, I think. You want, you know, I want to be that person, you know what I mean? I fucking will be that person. <coughs> it's fucking as as easy as that. But, uh, yeah, I walked, so a standard day in my apprenticeship was, I'd come in at 10 o'clock in the morning, clean up 12 to 7 would be when the artists are there tattooing, so I'd go around, I'd get all the food, I'd sit and watch them, I'd break down the stations, I'd set them back up, clean everything, then I'd go over to the desk, and I'd fucking book people in, and it'd be non-stop, then 7 o'clock comes, a friend would come in, and I'd start tattooing them, uh, and, be there, till. it depends on what tattoo it is, like, normally I was like, again, stubborn, I was like, no, I want to do the big one, I want to fucking learn how to do this, and fuck it up, and then do it again, you know what I mean, like, so I'd be there till about maybe 2 in the morning. I'd come home and I'd have to draw for the next day, you know. And she'd be there, you know, being like, "Ah, when are you going to fucking have time for me and all? I was like, yeah, like I, I just need to get this done just one more hour, you know. And The day would just repeat like that, you know, my days. And then days off are one whole day for sleeping because I've got like three hours of sleep each night. Uh, and then one And then the day after Will be uh, drawn, Trying to Either if they're big pieces Like prepping them At least So on the night You can just draw them Instead of Looking up references And building a Concept of what you want to do You know So That whole process of Walking yourself to the bone Also Helps You need to fucking walk You know and That's how That's That's all I thought I was like Put the work in, you'll fucking reap the rewards, you know.
2: Well, you, let's work down. Have you integrated like more of a balanced approach now, or are you still that
0: obsessed? I'm gonna be. The best no, I'm approach. trying to balance it, lads. It's, do you want to balance it? Yeah, fucking right, I do. Jesus Christ, I say it all the time. People are like, oh man, you you're like, you you the maddest hours and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, I know, but like, does it feel like work? yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no listen the passion is there the the
0: passion is there lads no doubt about it it's fucking work it's like i don't know trying to use another example of a different job you come in yourself or whatever and you come in and you know what you're gonna do let's say you know you come in okay nine to five grand this is this you know you go home then and you have time to turn off you know, I don't. So I have to go home and I have to fucking think up. Okay, this is this is my tomorrow. Could be someone that's around the corner. Could be someone that's flown over from America to get a fucking tattoo off me. And I need. I have. I have a few hours to think about what to do with it. A few hours to draw it, and I have to get it all done tomorrow. You know what I mean? And then it's just like if you're if you're if you're a type of person that gets stressed out easily, this is not the job for a man. That's what I mean. You have to just, uh, you have to have thick game for it. You have to believe in yourself. You know what I mean? They're, you know, having that bit of a fucking, an ego, but a healthy ego. Um, so do you almost live day by day, day
2: by day at this? Like you don't prep, like you literally finish one tattoo and will immediately start working
0: the next, for the person for the next day. Yeah. So there's times where I can turn off a little bit, you know, I'm just if you know, we saying a little bit that it doesn't. No, happen. I don't. Yeah, I, I, I try and I try and be honest as much as I can, but I end up just I'm lying right now. Yeah, yeah. You see, <laughs> t- t- if you ask me, family, like sometimes I come home and I always say I, I always get so pissed off when I'm drawing because if, if something doesn't work out, you, I've spent four hours drawing this piece for nothing. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I could have been spending it with my family, or I could have been fucking with my brother, or I could have been doing something. You know, I could have been out fucking socialising or something like that. And it, it not it just so you have to be on the ball every time, <clears throat> but what you're doing, or else yeah, you know trying to time manage something doesn't work like that, you know, okay, four hours to do this tattoo to draw, you know, and then it just kind of gets you know your pieces get bigger, they get more intricate, you know, I'm not just doing script anymore, people come to me and they have an idea They want you to bring it bring it to life it's like fucking hell man, lot so let me play. But you get used to it. I'm not. It's not. It's not as. It's not as hard as I'm making it out to be. I think you have to be a little fucked up inside to come up with stupid concepts and weird ideas. And there's a balance. You have to have a good knowledge of ta- of like how a tattoo should look, how co- uh, how to put cool things in a tattoo. You know how to make something look good, and yeah, all those things. And then it has to be a little crazy inside as well. For it, to, for it to all work. Do you ever um, feel
1: creatively burnt out? All the time. Every day? Like, all the time, I, Like I can imagine there's the effort of drawing something, of tattooing it, but then you don't think of the actual, f- what you say, hours that goes into actually trying to come up with something. Because if you say to someone, there's a blank piece, make me a tattoo that's decent,
0: that I'll put on my body. Mm. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, I was only thinking, saying to the fella... If you so, it's a hard thing. But when you when you tell an artist, you, you think it would be easy. You tell an artist like, "Okay, do what you want." You know what I mean? That's, That's the hardest hard. thing in the world, man. You know, <laughs> it's, it's it's easy.
2: It's not hard. I did I did
0: it. I did it to the fellow over in Sweden. I go, "You can do whatever you want." He goes, "Give me a direction, please." I was like, "Grant, I'll just send you tattoos that I like that you've done. How about that?" He goes, "Yeah, no problem." Sent them a couple of back pieces, couple of. Smaller tattoos he's done And one of them was like A woman mixed with an animal So he goes Right I'll walk off that And he just created a fucking Woman mixed with a snake Mixed with a board.
2: You've seen this already Have you?
0: It's, a, it's on me already What? I thought you said you are going over next week To get it done oh, It's another session next week no. See? <laughs> Fuck yeah I have
2: absolutely. to see this
1: shit Holy, Holy f- Shit <laughs> I'm nah,
0: so glad that fits up. in the shot
2: so that's just, so that's just the line work. That's all he's done so far. Is just it? the
0: line work so far, and he still has to cover up this, which I've had a bit of laser on as well. Yeah, I can see. And what's he Holy gonna cover shit. that with? Do you know? Just probably more hair, something like that. Man, it's incredible. Uh, yeah. That's so I mean, like, but, but that's what I mean. Like, I was happy enough with what he does, and all. I was like, he's gonna do something deadly. I don't have to worry about like, oh, send me the design beforehand. Nah, fuck that, man. I'm going over. I'm gonna pay this fella fifteen hundred a session to get this done which is Crazy. Swedish fucking prices <laughs> but it's good people are like oh, how much are you spend on that I'd be like oh, about 10 to 15 grand on a bike piece I'm like yeah oh it's so much money why would you spend that I go oh you've got a fucking brand new car don't you what should you spend on that you fucking wanker <laughs> <laughs> of course you made fucking idiots like oh, you're gonna trade that in next year I bet you are you cunt this nah it's, it's for life <laughs> Do you
1: regret any tattoos Apart from the leg piece That was Italian Nope
0: I have Literally loads of different pieces uh, This is the last piece That When it's covered up I'll have no No Tattoos that I regret Love them all They're just all pieces of like You know Things that I grew up with uh, Pieces just off artists That I like I booked in to get two Two of my feet done At the same time In January the In Barcelona
1: yeah. It's not I meant to be the sourest part of be. So like. a lot
0: of people say it is, but like, fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So it's like going to be one artist walking on one foot and one artist walking on another foot. Are you getting a sandal? Do you know what? I'm actually going to get a rooster and a duck. Close enough. Just because, just the aesthetic of how they look. I've, no, I've never had a rooster as a pet. Never had a duck as a pet. I just like the way they look. People are like, what you're a weirdo. I'm like, yeah, I've got a rabbit going through my neck. Nice. Yeah. I don't know if you can see it
1: class. Man, it's so it's so well done that like if if someone just had a rabbit on the neck on their own, <laughs> you'd be like, "What the fuck?" I is know, that yeah. But, but that's yours it. Like, just
0: Looks like yeah. art. You go, you go. But that's what I mean. Like you, you I've, I don't know, artists that I followed for years, That are just great at what they do. If I ask them for that, and they're, they're gonna do it nice on the body. That's another thing, you know. Has to flow nicely with the body, and yeah. has to sit nice on the body if you're doing a sleeve you know it's not just about image there image there blend it together there should be there should be a flow to it there should be a story to it I don't know
1: that, that's what I actually wanted to ask you because you, you can tell when you're in a decent tattoo parlour because if you go to a tattoo uh, artist with a piece and they say no it's not going to work you know you're in a decent place because they just won't
0: want to put yeah we turn away more them. people than we actually book in and oh. that's like yeah, it's just people just have ridiculous they ideas. Want a big sword across my chest. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's that's all right. That's oh. fucking cool. You can you can do that. But like, it's it's, it's just when people come in, it's like, it. right, I want this. 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 That size. It's like get out. <laughs> it's like fuck off down to your studio there. They'll fucking do it for you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, uh, no, nah, but that's I don't know. Lots of studios do that as well.
1: How, like, Is it something that you can learn or is it just you, you end up envisioning it when you spend so much time with all these people, that how it should sit and how
0: it will yeah. sit? But that's yeah. just from lear- spending hours in the studio? Yeah, that's it. A fella actually that works with us went to art college for five years and he said in the space of one year in Dublin, he's learned more about art and everything than, he, than anyone could learn in a fucking in college, you know? It's like being uh, being up and close with stupid talented artists and just, you know, okay, I'll ask them a question, you know, you, you get your answer like that, you know what I mean, if you look up a YouTube video, you know, you fucking wait, you might be like four or five parts until you get to what you want to learn, or even if you will learn it, you know what I mean, having good artists around you is a is a key factor. A massive massive key factor and a lot of people say they can't do it like so go fucking travel go to guest spots go to a studio with good artists I mean if you can you know
2: well you're rising to like the, the top of your style eventually some people are going to like approach you to become apprentices to you like how will you vet oh, I've you had you I, I've
0: had loads of people ask me
2: and how do you vet or have you have I just say man, man I'm to too it?
0: I'm too early I'm too early in the game I, I feel like I can't fucking apprentice anyone uh, but,
2: but then when you mature as an artist Like how will you vet How will you decide this
1: person um, You'd have to You'd have to just be a judge of character Wouldn't you essentially
0: Yeah Like a lot of people Get taught different ways um, Some people get taught completely wrong You know like the really old school way Of being like okay so You won't tattoo for three years You're going to do all the shit work Actually There was a story that uh, an artist told me That stuck with me Uh Oh, right, right up until this day and I still use it And um, every day when I think times are getting hard and work so an artist who done my shoulders he's uh, one of the best artists in the world um, in in every aspect drawn application uh, and much of a genuine bloke he is he's just great you know um, he when he started apprenticing he had this boss really old school boss uh, who back in the day, right? They were like you—you you, you had to make your own needles. You know what I mean. You had to like uh, make. Sick. Yeah,
2: yeah, I've yeah. Only at that before so That's
0: unbelievable. It's crazy, you know. I like, I—that's I, the one thing that I didn't get to do. I asked my boss, "Could you teach me how to make needles?" Just because I wanted to get the real old school way of learning. Everything else, I did old school. I didn't. I didn't buy an iPad Pro for a year. I hand stencil everything. I, now, like these days, everyone's got an iPad Pro, mm. right? And they fucking draw it. Like it changed the dynamic of tattooing wildly, right? Everyone's a fucking professional tattooer in a month with these things. I was like, nope, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this as fucking old school as I can. Didn't buy, didn't buy that for uh, a year. Hand stencils, everything, drew everything by hand. Um, start off with coils all these things all, all the things that everyone started off with. I was like I want to do it the way you've done it and then branch off and make my own decisions then but this fella he uh, he was working with this his, his mentor right was a fucking popular artist uh, but, a, but a dickhead he'd make him do all the shit in the, in the job which is standard right makes him come in come in early clean the shit stay back late make the needles for the next day for months, and he would draw designs, you know, his boss would be like, okay, draw this, and he'd draw it, he'd bring it to him, his boss would be like, that's wrong, that's that's not going to work, do it again, and he'd be like, oh, alright, so he'd go off, wouldn't question it, just fucking went back, draw it again, draw it a different way, come back, the next day, show it to him, boss would be like, no, that's not good, see you later, that just continued for like, months on end, and then one day, your man snapped, was just like he goes, no, that's not good. He was like, "What the fuck am I supposed to do? You keep telling me my drawings are wrong. Everything's wrong in this thing. What's like? How 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 is this teach me? You're not teaching me. You're telling me I'm shit nonstop. You're not you're not helping me in any way." He goes, "Listen, what I'm doing right, and I'm telling you this now because I think I think you're at the stage where I can't tell you this. You're fucking great. You're gonna be. You're gonna be the best. You're gonna be one of the best." What I'm trying to do now, I'm trying to show you what the real world is like. What I'm doing now, right? What you're doing now is just drawing me something. And I'm just being like, right, whatever. In the real world, when someone asks you to do a tattoo and you do it for them. And you fuck it up. Sometimes they can fucking sue you and take everything you have if you fuck a tattoo up badly. The real world is horrible. The real world is full of cunts and horrible people that won't give a fuck about you. I'm trying to contain your ego now, because you're going to be great. And if I if you don't if I don't start doing it now, you're going to be lost. And one fuck up, without you realising it, your whole fucking life, what you want what you want to build, will be gone. And he said after that, like he was like, my boss. This he said to me. He goes, make sure you listen to your boss. Make sure you listen to him, whatever he says, because if he's if he's passionate about you and he knows what you're going to go on to do he's going to try and contain your ego as well because they just know that's what happens with junior artists you know they think that a dog's bollocks after a fucking three or four months and they go off and they you know oh I can do a back piece you know in this amount of time and I can do this or oh, I can open up my own private shop now fuck you, you know what I mean it's like don't ever become anything like that always remember your roots always remember who looked after you and who taught you and don't forget any of the simple steps in becoming a good artist and all that stuff and I was just like, Jesus Christ, yeah, that's that's after I kind of open up he goes, because everyone it's it's a rock style lifestyle, he said. People look at you and it's like your yeah, fucking numbers on Instagram. And they're like, oh this fella's famous. It's like, no, but we we just tattoo man. That's that's all we do. It's just people are into it, so that's why we've got fucking a bit of a following. But people look at that as an opportunity to become a rock star, you know, and they walk around with their fucking dicks out and thinking that a dog's fucking bollocks. He's like, never, never lose yourself to that, that mentality. Because it's easy to, you know, it's good money. It's cool. People that tattoo are just fucking cool. You know what I mean? And because it's it's everything. It's everything that people want to be as well. You know, and you're that, and you're doing it. Don't lose yourself to silly fucking, you know, thoughts and ideas of you know you being a rock star, You're not a rock star, You're you're a fucking walker. You're a tattoo artist. So that always stuck with me, and I was like, "Yeah, that's what I'll continue to do and aspire to be." You know?
1: Jesus Christ, I'm not even I'm not even a tattoo artist, and that's resonated with me. Yeah, do you know? What yeah, it yeah. can't be a dickhead. Stay yeah, grounded, stay grounded. Yeah, stay
0: humble. It happens, and it's easy. There's there's so much fucking drama in the industry as well, which is funny. Like we all get a kick out of it. I'm 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 a person in work that will. If someone is annoyed by me, I'll just annoy them. I'll try and annoy them as much as I can just because it's just because I can't annoy that nothing. You know what I mean? Like I know I I love I love messing with people and acting like a fucking idiot, but yeah, it's never at the heart. There's no malice in it, I think. Um, sometimes I can be a little bit rough, but yeah, you i know, will say stupid things.
2: <laughs> so do you feel like you've developed as a person through your craft? As in like massively, your traits? massively,
0: yeah, yeah. Right up to right up to this stage. This is who I've always this is who I've always wanted to be, someone like this—just someone that, like, I've no problem of telling you that I've got a Michael Bublé tattoo, or that I like Pokemon, or that I fucking... What else? Hmm. What other embarrassing things can I think of to tell? I don't know they'll, 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 they'll come out. Uh. Yeah. The,
1: Michael, the Michael Bublé one's right up there, though. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I, <laughs> I actually,
0: it, I actually, I actually wanted to be a singer. So I took fucking singing lessons privately for six months, and went and done the X Factor in Manchester. Did you? Yeah. Before, before all this, lads thought I was going to be the next biggest thing. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get into that X Factor and fucking open the kip, get in there, fucking throw Simo Kell around, give Chewy Walsh a fucking <laughs> box in the face, and fucking Cheryl Cole a drop kick or something like that. Just get in there and start fucking acting like an idiot. Went up, sang my heart there in front of this gay bike in fucking Old Trafford. She was like, what was that? I was like, that was uh, Michael Bublé's rendition of Wonderful Tonight. She was like, no, it wasn't. I was like, fuck you. (laughs) She said it was shit and I just left it.
1: Really? (laughs) Is that how it
0: went? Yeah, I kind of made a long story short. but I basically sang the song, right? And in the song, there's like this fucking... It's in a different language. I think it's Italian. (laughs) I think it's Italian, right? So I went in and I was like, (laughs) yeah. Belted it out, right? Did a fucking great job on it, you know? And then I know she goes, yeah, that was all right, but uh, what was all that in the middle? I was like, that was fucking. Uh, what? It was a. I think I think it was Italian. She was like, no, it wasn't. I was like, fuck. She was like, <laughs> it's not gonna be today, love. I was like, fuck you, you can't.
2: <laughs> so. That's Can something like you, s- you. You seem very comfortable with yourself as a person, and you've mentioned like y- your mom's the, your mom that the salt to the earth. You have great mentors in your life. You're able to go up and ask for advice, ask them about things. How come you didn't feel comfortable? asking them
0: or talking to them whenever you're going through what you are going through last year? Or did you? No one ever does, man. Name someone that, like, says that at the start. You go through that and you feel like you're two against the wall. you know what I mean? Like, no one ever, no one ever, you know, has that. Like, they have to go through a few shit things and they have to have things to get their mind off. That was me going out and doing all that I did and all that stuff. So... It just you you need that for me. It was like someone saying what I was doing. I wasn't keeping up work now. Like, oi, what are you doing? And I'd be like, what? Like you're fucking your life up. I'm like no, I'm not. Like yeah, I'm fucking your your life up. Someone else come in. Yeah, yeah. Like all right, maybe they're right. So you just you you like the the easiest way out of those situations is always having someone coming in for you. You know, it's the hardest thing ever going to someone for help. That's why that's why no one does it. You know, everyone's like, oh, speak up and speak out and all that. It's hard, man. No one wants to do it. So I think a more important thing is noticing it happening with other people. So that's when my friends seen me do it. And they were like, whoa, come here. Sit down, let me talk to you. That's more important because people don't fucking go around and talk. No one speaks out. It's all these things telling people, like, oh, speak out. You know, if you're feeling bad, speak out. Yeah, totally true. No one does it. So... It's better when you notice it. It's like, you know, it, it, it works better. It, it's easier because then the person has a reason to speak out. It's easier for them. Mm. It's, it was way easier for me. He used to go to my friend's house all the time and sit there and just be like, right, I'm just going to tell you everything I feel right now. And then fucking half an hour later i will be in tears, crying about certain things. And he'd just be like, yeah, man, we've all been through it. You know, you have to go through these fucking things in life to, You know, it's, it's a part of life. Life's a bitch. It is man, It's. It, it can be, it can be real rough, you know? Yeah, that's true. you know, compared to what I've been through you know, compared to what everyone else has been through, I know people that have been through way worse than me and I've, you know, given out about it and crying about it, it's like Jesus Christ, people have gone through way worse than I have and they're fucking, they're brand new and they're grand, so it's it's better if, if you notice a problem or you might think a problem's happened with someone and you just you just going up to me like, you're alright man. Like Sometimes that's all it takes. That's it. So I think I think that worked more for me because again, it's hard it's hard to talk out about these things. So when someone came to me and asked me about it, it was way easier for me just to accept, right, yep, yeah, I'm gonna talk to you now about it. That made me think of an episode of Joe Rogan that I listened to where a guy
1: tried to commit suicide by jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge and he was one of the very like, I think it was like two or three percent of people that actually survived the fall. And he was giving his whole lecture. Not, I don't
0: want to say lecture. That sounds a bit. I different. do not a fella. Yeah, I do not a fella.
1: But um he was saying that he, on the bus down, he, he made his decision, and he was just like, and he said to himself, because obviously everyone's instinct is to want to live. Yeah. And like, if one person
0: asks me how am I am I on okay, this bus, I won't. I won't do it. Yeah. And, and no he, one apparently did. he was giving out and stuff like that. And he was saying these things, and they, no one, Someone no one gave a, no one, no, no one gave an picture. interest of him. So he was, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, he was like he was pacing up and down this bridge and he looked like he was in distress and someone else came up to him yeah what can you take a photo of us he was like that's my ticket out of here mm. fucking jumps off yeah I,
1: I, I remember that yeah but it's just it's stuff, it's stuff like that to show that it's all about the mentality and I know Irish people are big for having a laugh and it's ah, it's only a joke or it's only a mess but you know it's there's times for being serious and times for
0: yeah I've a noticed a lot of your podcasts as well do t- tend to hit on this subject as well and it's it's nice of getting it's nice getting different, going through different aspects of it, not just, you know, always just talking about, you know, like, oh, it should be this way, you know, like, you know, always talk about certain things, but yeah, I think for me, uh, again, I hear it a lot, people like, oh, speak out, you know what I mean, like, go to someone, talk to someone, I'm like, oh, how about try this, you know, how about look out for you, look out for people, and like, you always, you know, if you're working with someone day in, day out, you know that person like your fucking brother. If they start out, like it's it's me and work. Some days I have a shit time and work. Not feeling it, you know, even though it's the best place to work. So I'm sure it's here as well, lads. You go in and just talk absolute bollocks to everyone. There's no, like your, your boss is grand. You can come in your own clothes and all that stuff. And uh, it's way more free and all that stuff. So everyone's like family and all that. And then one day you'll see something different with someone. Something's wrong with him and then maybe it continues then, you know, and he's turning totally into an asshole. It's like, nah man, not really. Maybe he just wants to fucking talk about something that he's just, you know, everyone wants to be a man these days and hold their feelings back and all that stuff. Lads, I'll tell you this straight up. I spend a good four hours, five hours a week crying my fucking eyes out. Balling, just getting it out. Like, uh, it works, I'm telling you, I fucking sit there... I'll stick on an old song that reminds you of someone... Or I'll fucking... I'll watch anime... Lads, anime makes me cry like a fucking baby... I remember I knew this scene was coming up in an, in, in, in an episode... I was like, this is gonna kill me... I've recorded myself for the crack... And I fucking sat there... And I watched this scene happen... And tears were just... Popping out of me eyes... But yeah... It's fucking healthy... I think the people that don't really get it out is... Uh, yeah... It's hard... Harder for them, so when they crash, they crash. You know what I mean? It hits them way harder. Yeah.
2: And the tattoo community, like if you could sum them up in one word, what would it be? You could take your time.
1: Hmm.
0: It's too easy saying the obvious ones like crazy and different. You know, because they're all fucking tattooed and lads. Most of most of the tattooers these days are all nerds. They're all geeks. Geeks are people that spent that time indoors drawing or gaming, you know, watching cartoons, liking the drawings in the cartoons and seeing how animation works and all that stuff. So most of them are are dweebs. (laughs) Uh, Most of them are riddled with anxiety because, again, it's just one of those things that, you know, you feel like you're in a fucking rockstar world. Some people, you know, if they've got great numbers on Instagram, they just, I don't know, it gets to them sometimes and they get real. See someone, like, it happened to me right when, when me and uh, Richie used to do the videos and we used to get lots of fucking traction online, just on Facebook. We go out and a it out and I swear to God, that's the fucking, we used to get, bombarded, like, people going, oh, Matty and Richie, oh, fucking hell, lads, you have videos and all that stuff, people just like, yeah, no problem, you get to a point where you get some fucking mad cunts coming at you, and like, you'd be fairly, like, awkward around them, you know, because you didn't know which way to take them, because we got a lot of people on us saying, like, oh, if we ever see these two cunts, I'm going to kick their heads in, their videos are shit, and we'd like it and send them a love heart or something like that, <laughs>
1: them but,
0: uh, yeah, that's what I mean, like, you don't know what's going to come around the corner, and I think for a lot of people, they get, like, I don't know. They they go through phases of it. You know, it's 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 up it's up for most of it, and when it slows down, it just becomes shit for them, and they're not at the same pace anymore. And yeah, anxiety just runs through them. But uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of would you say welcoming? Of, hmm? Would you say welcoming? Yeah. I'd say tattoos these days are way different than old school tattoos. Still loads of old school tattoos, but. The way, uh, the way the the way, way it's taught these days in a studio... Like, if you walk into our studio, you'll hear fucking, like... You'll hear... Like, if it's, if it's me playing music, you'll hear fucking disco. Like, nice. I'll try and leave Michael Bublé out because it. Um, because, oh, you know nice. what? You need, you need to have something in a studio that, like, has a bit of fucking upbeat. And you go into an old-school studio and it's all, like, death metal, screaming, you know? Which is fine. People are... I, I know some people in my shop are into that as well. It's grand. But, like, loads of shop these days. They'll have, like, fucking... You skulls know. everywhere sort of shit. Yeah, it's, really, it's really intimidating. That. You walk into a shop. That's what I used to do on the desk. I used to sit there and uh, I'd like... You know, knowing that it's intimidating, people come in and you'd see them, you know, they'd be fucking... Sh- like, in a shell and stuff and they'd be, like, afraid to come up to the desk. Be like, all right, come here, come on, Oliver, what's up? Talk to them at a different level and get them down to a more personal level rather than, like, "Okay, what do you want? It's not going to work, you know? Mm. I've, been a, I've been an arsehole sometimes on the desk. I think I was just having having a day or whatever like that but most of the time I just try and like be very honest genuine don't talk to them like a robot just ask them different things and not try and like scare them away people just sometimes when they walk in they run to leave straight away it's you know big, what I mean it
1: could be a big deal for them as well
0: yeah, that's it, like, and it, it always is as well, like, you know, taking the time out just to fucking sit, like, you know, go through someone's idea and not call them an idiot, like, lad, 60% of the time the ideas are really stupid, like, just, and it's, and it's not their fault, they're just uneducated about how it will work or whatever, you know, they're throwing me, f- okay, I want five of these things on the forearm, you know, straight away, if you say that to, if, if I said that to the boys in work, they'd be like, Fuck, fucking hell, like, of course it won't work, you know, this person doesn't know. This person's not in our industry, you know? Have to just tell them, like, right, this won't work, and here's the reason why, and then you just go through, and, alright, oh, yeah, most of the time it's that. Very rarely you get people like, uh no, I'm going to go somewhere else, like, see you later, good luck. <laughs> but, uh definitely welcoming. Our place is fucking, is great.
2: We've been in there a couple of times. We used to, get, like, I got my collarbones pierced and all. And Did you, yeah? And my neck and shit shit and double link. Mm. one of our mates... Drilled on one drilled of your on female
0: one. workers The hottest one there probably is well, sure, right. I'm sure I uh, Well I definitely know who she is I thought you were going to say I'm sure I drilled on one of them as yeah. like, Oh man Nope <laughs> Bro- <laughs> Nope Nope No it's guys. Uh <laughs> I remember I started in Dud and Our boss I uh, was like uh, He sat me down you know we, were, we, we went there for a dinner And he sat me down and go Okay Rules of the shop Number one Don't be late Number two Don't fuck the girls (laughs) And I was like You mean like Annoy them Like wreck their heads Or something like that Like I barely know them They're like No Don't fuck the girls Like Oh Alright <laughs> Is that a challenge? <laughs> Light, candle. Light the candle. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me But they were all They were like It's it's like Well they're all in relationships So like I'm not gonna be One of those lads You know what I mean Like walking Like What's like, up ladies like, like a fucking Muppet No way Jesus Christ
1: yeah, well, we know that you're you're obviously extremely busy and you've probably had a long day as well, like you have most days. But what's your plans now for the immediate future? Like, you have obviously a couple of dates where you're going to be abroad. Do you mind to touching on that a bit? Yeah,
0: so what I want to do next year, I want to start doing more conventions. I was over in America and I did a convention in Virginia and it was wild. Just so like. good. ah, oh, unbelievable. What's that um, you uh,
1: clean up over there with the Irish accent? Ah... Uh, I mean, as in a lot of clients would approach you <laughs> because they're like, I want to get tattooed from an Irish guy. I
0: heard, I heard a lot of funny... I w- <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it, it, was, it was good. I was the only Irish artist that got invited to this. Wow. Yeah, was I anime specifically, was it? Or? Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. So, like, there's not a lot of fucking anime artists in Dublin, you know, Ireland, let's say. So, uh, there's a couple... I think there was one or two more artists in Ireland that might have been invited... Uh, but I was the only one there that was Irish. There's only three or four people overseas. We all stayed in the house together. That's huge. That's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was like unbelievably overwhelmed by the, You know, that's what the, the girl that invited me over. Just, just thank her so much. I'm just like, this is a massive thing for me. Mightn't seem like that for you. It might seem big for you that someone's flying all the way over just to come to this thing. It's like, no, this is like massive for me. So, so big. Um, more conventions next year. Uh, do better. Do 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 better tattoos. Each tattoo, I'm just like, grand. Over onto the next one has to be better. You know, I have a hard time posting things as well because I just end up like, it's it's an it's a thing with Irish. you know you look at the piece and you're like, ah, oh, I fucking, I don't, I I just don't want to post it. Or I just Maybe the photo was bad or maybe something I could have done a little bit better on it, it's fine, but I could've done something better on it. And you go into this mindset where you're like, nah, fuck, I won't post it. So I kinda yeah, fall into that trap a little bit as well. I should start posting more. Um what else? Travelling more for sure. That's the that's the main thing I think. Just like I love where I am now at the moment, Dublin Inc. It's fucking such a great studio, man people and I so you, and it's 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 just great you know the shit I hear in other studios and then it's like our studio none, not a bother it you know what I mean it's mad uh, that's it spend more time at Rocco me fucking parrot, <laughs> me, parrot me fucking best friend oh he... yeah you can talk a little bit he says his name he he has a full blown conversation with you like he can he can full on like you know give you a stick and tell you he wants food and you know. I, I understand what he's talking about and he's he's gas. I've had him for sixteen years now.
2: It's just like a bird.
0: Yeah. He's he's got he, he has he has the life expectancy for about forty to sixty years. Fuck off. No. Yeah Boy. man, he's gonna be at my so like no in way little, in a little suit crying and all I'll be like <laughs> <laughs> 100%
1: man. To be you're like seven, I'm gonna be crying when you. Can you tattoo oh, yeah. a
2: fucking can you tattoo a uh, a parrot? Like no, can you, you can tattoo
0: can feathers? Tattoo you can colour them in. You can get a you can get a fucking marker and colour them fucking black or something like be that. Sick. I
1: know it'd be sick, but not actual tattoo though. I'm not tattoo,
2: but you know what I mean. Like the some people tattoo their dogs,
0: sick. lads. Exactly. What? Like if like they have these. Tattoos? Yeah, if they have these little like fucking like you know you know those uh, sphinx cats, yeah. the little, the little ball sack with oh, ears. They're fucking they're, like I've seen people tattoo them. Like they just Drug them and just tattooed them. That's and, fucking. And sick. then they let them heal, and they have these badass. Like in Russia, they do it. I've seen a few That's people funny. in Russia do it. Should I say?
2: If you I can know. tattoo pig skin, does that mean you can tattoo just a pig that's walking around? Of
0: Course you can oh man, you can tattoo fucking anything. Like it's it's I'd a see. it's a fucking machine that like drills ink into whatever it touches, so if, yeah. Imagine a little pygmy pig just fucking lit up with tattoos. I'd yeah, see. it'd be it's badass walking around uh, with a collar on it. Still oh, spite like, colour. Yeah, still
1: animal cruelty though.
0: I think I so. Maybe he enjoys a little pair <laughs> 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 And on that note, <laughs> but um,
1: so yeah, you're going abroad now. You have three.
0: You have three. Um, I've got. Trips. I've got. Two, I've got two conventions booked next year. Whereabouts I mean, are they? F- so America. One of them in April. It's oh. in North Carolina, and then the one I just went to. Hopefully they'll invite me back. I'm gonna go back there in Virginia in June. I think it was. Uh. The end of this year. This year now, I'm, I'm in France in September. I'm in Italy in October. I'm going to two studios there, and then I'm going to England in November. Uh, I was asked to do the Barcelona convention recently. I'm trying to see if I can move me clients so I can go and do that. And yeah, try and spend December family, I suppose, something like that, you know? What seldom is wonderful. Hmm. Which, sorry?
1: What seldom is wonderful.
0: What seldom is wonderful.
1: You seldom spend time with family. So <laughs> oh, when yeah, there, sorry, wonderful.
0: I totally went on a different path there. I was like... I was going to answer something completely different. Yeah, man. I
1: thought you said what you sell them is
2: wonderful.
0: Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, I was like, hey, for Christmas? Oh, no, I buy them stuff. Sorry. <laughs> 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 I'll
2: send you my time. Sorry. Book me so, so wonderful. <laughs> I'm 70 an hour.
1: That's just,
0: that's just me having a brain fire, lads. My bad. <laughs>
1: Well, um, honestly, we do realise how busy you are. We appreciate you taking the time to come down. No problem, no no, Obviously, Matthew works in Dublin, Inc. If you're ever looking for any anime tattoo from the best tattoo artist in Ireland... Oh, fuck off. ...at it.
2: <laughs> in his area. <laughs> yeah. in, in Dublin, Inc.
1: <laughs> Just me. Get down to Dublin, Inc. Obviously, one of the best studios in Ireland as well. So, again, Matthew, thank you very much. My pleasure, lads.
0: Absolute pleasure. Thanks for having us. Cheers.